Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. We're hoping to talk to Sam Amick coming up here momentarily, so stay tuned. We'll have your NBA Daily Assist for you. If you've been following this uh, uh, this uh, uh, story involving Daniel House Jr., Sam's done some reporting on it uh, today, but have you been following this thing, Gordon? Yeah, I saw it, and... Uh... He didn't, but he didn't leave the perimeter of the uh, bubble, right? No, but he—he's—they're not supposed to have anybody. From what I understand, there's not supposed to be anybody in the room, right? And somebody entered his room, so there was a rule violated. Mm-hmm. Do I have that correct? And who is said uh, said invader? Now, here's the thing. It's, it was supposedly a staffer, right, mm-hmm. according to the report. Somebody, one of the, the COVID uh, testers. In fact, let's, let's ask Sam about this because he's, he's been reporting on it. Let's, let's uh, get to your daily assist. Hit it, Austin. It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick, on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, your NBA Daily Assist brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air. Check them out online, leesheatac.com, or give them a call, 747-LEES. Let's get out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now from The Athletic is our good friend Sam Amick. Sam, how are you? Guys, doing great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey Sam, I got to ask you right off the bat: Is uh, your neighborhood, is your home safe with all the fires going on in California? Uh, thank you for asking, Gordon. I mean, we are about an hour from the worst of it. Um, you know, so it's you know it's not that far off, but you know, so far doing okay, I and mean, it's certainly. It's something that nobody in the state can escape in terms of, uh, I mean, the, the skies are, are, are all orange and, you know, the kids are not going outside, um, just ash all over the cars. So scary times and, and certainly, you know, a lot of folks that, you know, think of trying to, uh, that they get through. So definitely tough. Well, Sam, let's uh, start off. I mean, you've done a ton of reporting over, well, really, uh, your time down there in the bubble, but certainly over the past day, uh, Gordon and I were just kind of broaching the the subject, and I know you've uh, reported on this, but Daniel House Jr., tell us exactly what's going on with him and what we know. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, guys, um, you kind of, Jake, you kind of allude to it. Uh, the, the grogginess in the voice is, uh, is me sneaking in the, the post-Daniel House story uh. now. After the 4:30 in the morning, you know, writing about the Celtics Raptors game, it's been a long couple of days. Um, the house situation is, you know, I mean, we don't have clarity about exactly what happened, and they've now made a, a determination. But the concern certainly is that um, they, the NBA, claims to have had or have uh, circumstantial evidence indicating that that house 
uh, may have welcomed a, a woman into his hotel room that was a COVID-19 tester and somebody who conceivably was, was being tested every day, but who was not inside the bubble. And that's obviously a concern. Um, they, uh, you know, they've interviewed the woman and, and she actually had identified two other players that they've cleared. Uh, that information did not check out. And so, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an investigation because the league obviously takes it very seriously to keep the bubble safe. They've been able to keep COVID-19 out of it so far. Uh, and this is kind of the first real test when it comes to players and lifestyle. And really it's, it's got to be said too, that, you know, this extends beyond players. You got about 1600 people in this in place, in this environment. Um, and, you know, you also, with this story happening, kind of very quickly start hearing that maybe this type of stuff is not con- entirely an isolated incident, that maybe as the bubble has been healthier, uh, people are letting the guard down a little bit and making mistakes. So we'll see where it goes. So he averaged, uh, he's averaged about 11.5 points and five, uh, five or six rebounds a game. Do the Rockets have any hope in this, with or without House? Yeah, I mean, you know, they showed the punch they can land in game one. Um, you know, they've, they've had moments since then. The last game was pretty neck and neck until, uh, like, they pulled away late. So, I mean, I think they have a chance. You know, House, uh, it's funny, he's, he's become an important part of what they do. Um, his plus-minus numbers in this series have not been great. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, they also, the Rockets haven't had one of those games where they jacked up 53s and, and, and hit them at a decent clip. And I think if they were able to do that, that's another way they could certainly get another game here. But the Lakers are in control. But it's it's also, like, let's say that they, you know, let's say House was able to even play tonight, which is definitely not going to happen. But it, it, the uh, kind of the mental impact of, these sorts of situations and you have a team that you're trying to get focused on the task at hand. And because of this, like we reported that the entire Rockets team had to do a little bit of quarantine right away because they had concern that they were exposed. Um, you know, it's just, it cannot be good for preparation to, uh, to be dealing, you know, with this type of a, a matter. Sam, you mentioned you were up late last night after the Raptors-Celtics game, and I uh, want to get your thoughts on, first of all, what a what an incredible game, but it, it appears not only uh, are we headed for a Game 7, but the things have gotten personal. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's another thing that the league knew that it would probably have to face at some point, which is a bunch of basketball players that are very competitive, and, and if stuff got a little edgy um it's probably not ideal that you have you know the celtics and the raptors staying in the same exact hotel um doc rivers the clippers coach talked about this the other day he said it's it's bizarre because you hate each other on the court and then you're you're getting on the bus you know right by each other to go back to the hotel and you see each other in the lobby and so celtics raptors has taken a turn down that road and there's a lot of accusations about swapping going in both directions. Um, there are specific moments that are, you know, upsetting each team. So the, the Celtics were not happy that Nick Nurse 
late in that game yesterday, the Raptors coach had excitedly jumped um, a little bit onto the court. When he's in the corner, Jason Tatum tries to throw it in Nurse's direction, and it looks like he thought that Nurse was one of his teammates. And uh, so that upset the Celtics. And behind the scenes, the Raptors were very quick to kind of poke fun at that and say, you know, Nurse had a gray shirt on, not green. Like, how do you, you know, get confused by that? So just a lot. And then, you know, after the game, there was there was a lot of words, and, and even coaches getting involved. So uh, it, it's great from a basketball standpoint. I mean, I kind of love the chippiness component. You just, uh, you know, you hope it doesn't spill over into an, an elevator somewhere. Sam, I know the Buck situation is a bit surprising, but uh, is that the most surprising thing you've seen down there or anything else catching your attention that you did not expect? That one's pretty big, you know, and I'll probably um, write something about what might be next for them the next day or so. But, you know, seeing, I mean, because, you know, during the shutdown, you know, I, I voted for Giannis for MVP. I voted for Giannis for defensive player of the year. Um, and, you know, he just you, you knew the historical context and how his production was legitimately on a per 36-minute basis was like on the, the level of Will Chamberlain in, in his best years. And so to see, you know, it go from that to he can't seem to figure out the Miami Heat wall and the Bucks are going down in the second round in, in pretty embarrassing form, and then obviously Giannis gets hurt. Um, that was pretty stunning and potentially – huge ramifications for the league, of course, based on what he wants to do. He's got that super max contract extension offer that's going to come his way in a couple of weeks here. So I think that one definitely takes a cake. Well, let's talk about Miami a little bit, uh, Sam. Is this just uh, the case of a motivated, well-coached team uh, being disciplined and, and game planning correctly and bearing the fru- fruits of that labor? Yeah, to a point, Jake, I think they – they, uh, they've got a roster that doesn't have the feeling of a Bucks roster. You know, they didn't have the star power. Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler is absolutely a star, but he's, he's kind of a blue-collar star compared to some of these other guys. And um, But they have depth. They have shooting. They have incredible, you know, kind of the, the draft story just blowing away within the heat. You know, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo, like, you know, not a not a top ten pick among them. Some guys undrafted, uh, and now they're out there hitting big shots. So it's incredible. Uh, you know, reflects well on you know Pat Riley certainly, but then their group, Andy Ellisberg and Adam Simon in their front office. Um, they've just got a pretty impressive culture, and uh, and Eric Spolstra has long since been showing people that. This was not a fluke when he got a couple of championships with LeBron. He's an incredibly good coach that, that you know, is headed for the Hall of Fame one of these days in his own right. So, um, yeah, they, they're a good squad. Sam, the Nuggets came back from a 3-1 deficit to the Jazz, and uh, now they're in a similar situation with the Clippers. The Clippers aren't the Jazz. I get that. Do you think they're pretty much done, or can they pull off another kind of semi-miracle? Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I mean, and then, you know, listen, last night's development, it can't be great for morale with Michael Porter Jr. Young guys had such a great 
kind of outbreak when it comes to uh, probably a poor choice of words inside the bubble. But uh, <laughs> he, he's been great, and he's had uh, a great little run here, and then he comes out and publicly questions Michael Malone and essentially says, I need the, the ball, and you've got guys like Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray who have done quite a few things the past couple of years. So um, I don't see Denver pulling out of this thing. Um, and to be honest, it's, you know, the, the Clippers themselves have talked about how they are still in real time in the middle of the playoffs learning one another and um, have not actually spent that much time together. And so with that comes like a variance that is going to, it's going to open them up to taking a few L's along the way like they have against Denver, but I, I think they're the, the far better team here. Well, and Sam, last thing for me, might as well cover the series we haven't uh, so far. Does does Houston have any shot to come back against the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, I think a shot. You know, it's the, the shooting issues for the Lakers that uh, – you know, they've, they've masked pretty well in this series. I mean, when you have a Marquise Morris going crazy in his trees and, and Rondo giving you 21 points, you know, some of that stuff is surprising, but, it, you know, they're liable tonight to, to have a dud from long range and have the Rockets go crazy, and that's where Houston can maybe get this thing done. And, you know, the dynamic between James Harden and Russell Westbrook is, like always with Russ, it's just fascinating to watch his team management and the leadership stuff because this is James Harden's team, but James has tried, and you can tell, to allow Russ to find his game once he came back from that injury. And, and you know, they needed him to be peak Russ if they were going to pull off what would be a pretty significant upset against the Lakers. And they just, you know, they uh, again, they got off to a good start, but, but you're talking about um, – quite a few bad nights at the office in a row here and, and we'll see if they have that desperation tonight well Sam do me a favor will you get some sleep <laughs> I'm trying Gordon. I appreciate it man it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot you know these games uh, I mean it's been a, a new experience for the most part but you know 9pm tip offs and uh, you know and then there's a lot of drama going on we've, we've definitely been burning the candle at both ends well, thank you very much, Sam, for uh, taking a break from the whirlwind to jump on with us. We always appreciate the insight. Thank you. You got it. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Sam. Our friend Sam Amick from The Athletic, who uh, is uh, has covered a lot <laughs> over the last 24 hours. I, I certainly can understand why he's a bit tired. <laughs> Poor guy. His reporting on, the, on what happened last night between the Raptors and Celtics has been amazing. And, uh, yeah, this stuff with the uh, – uh, the going into rooms, unauthorized room visits, and and Sam talking about how there's maybe some suspicion that this is not uh, an isolated incident. Yeah, that would uh, that would uh, be the way I would guess, uh, but I don't know it for a fact. I'm not there, but it, I'm suspicious of it, and I always have been. But man, think about that though. Sam's got his kids at home in in their in not leaving the house because of some of the fires and ash falling down. 
on his neighborhood and uh, and and <laughs> dealing with everything down there. It's a lot. Yeah, that is uh, that is a lot. On the the house thing, I was I was curious when I first saw it reported. Gordon, I think it was Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports who first reported it mentioned that it was a female that went into the room, which kind of caught my eye for a second because then added that it was a staffer and a COVID-19 tester. And I thought, well, what difference would the gender make if this were some weird uh, uh, um, protocol violation? You know what I mean? They wouldn't have, that detail would never have gotten out if it were simply, uh, oh, well, I didn't know I couldn't go in there kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would have just said, oh, we had a testing procedural incident and we've got to hold the player out until, you know, we can get the, the proper test to happen. You know what I mean? There, a female staffer entered the room. I mean, just the way it was reported made me think mm-hmm. like, OK, this is not, you know, if this were just a procedural thing, that's how they would have reported it. Yeah, I uh, I took it the same way. It was like, what? Okay, what's really going on? When yeah. they included the sex in the in the in the report, when Chris did, I thought, okay, all right, I see what you're reporting here, but you don't want to rock the boat because you're down there, you know, in the middle of it all. So you well, report it that way. I think they reported the gender, not the sex, but the, they sorry, you know been, what I meant. They, they they may have been reporting the same gender, thing. I, I don't thank know. You. Yeah. What, you've got to just correct my grammar? You got my point. I was making a joke. I know, you were being chestery. And you wonder <laughs> why we got that tweet earlier in the show. No, no, no what, 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 come on, that's not being perverted. That's just calling it like it is. Mm, mm, uh, perving it up a little bit. No way. Yes, way. It's exactly what you did. Uh, mm. you, you understood what I was saying. Yeah. Yes, I did. So we'll see where this uh, this reporting goes from here. But, yeah, that's probably not a real good situation for him. And I guess the NBA at least is taking it seriously. I mean. Yeah, well, they should. They're Especially once it becomes public. Uh, yeah, that probably <laughs> that probably uh, uh, creates some urgency. None but, the, uh, no but Jake, nobody's playing doubles ping pong, though. They better not be. Better not be any doubles ping pong. That, that should be immediate <laughs> ejection from the bubble. Is that Jail singles time. or how is about, that singles or doubles going on down there? Huh? Huh? How How about this playing doubles ping pong with the opposite sex? No, strictly forbidden. That's That's not only automatic ejection from the bubble, but you, your contract will be terminated. <laughs> well. I better not do that then. All right. Joining us now in studio, our friend Katie from Homie and Homie.com. We want to save you money. And actually, and we should be hitting this more, you use the promo code Hans, you can save even more money. Yeah, $500 off using using his promo code. And um, we're excited that he was able to save some money using us. And he was able to save, or he said he sold that condo within one hour of it listing. That's, That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. So a lot of our a lot of our homeowners are seeing that right now. We've got a lot of buyers who are eager to get into their homes before winter. And so sellers are putting their houses on the market and they're just flying off. So houses are going quickly and going for a lot of money right now. So it's a great time to sell. It's also a, a good time to to buy before it gets too cold. Let's uh, explain something because you guys are blowing up and it's hard to believe, but maybe some of our listeners out there aren't familiar with exactly how you guys are kind of changing the model on how to buy and sell homes. But commission is not involved in this whatsoever. Yeah, and that's where the savings comes from. Exactly. Right? We're, we're doing real estate without the crazy high commission. So we're here to simplify the process, make it streamlined for you. 
and just pay a flat fee of $2,000. Or if you use promo code HANDS, um, you get $500 off, so just $1,500. Right. So instead of that 3%, which could be tens of thousands, I mean, if you're you're Gordon, you know, the, 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 the if commission you're so, is Yeah, endless. if you're selling the Gordon Mansion, it, it might be uh, <laughs> millions that you're saving in commissions. But generally, oh, our, our sellers save about $10,000 in commissions. Um, and that's a lot of money. It is a lot $10,000 can buy a lot of Gordon's hot tubs or whatever he's buying nowadays. So. <laughs> well, ten grand is a lot of money to our friend Gordon. It's a lot of money to anybody. It is, yeah. Um, so we're, we're here to, to streamline the process and take the commissions out of real estate. All right. So get started now, homie.com. And remember, for that extra $500 off, use promo code HANTS. Uh, thank you very much, Katie. Thank you. All right. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Joining me now in studio, Gordo, uh, our fearless leader, the one, the only Scott Gerard. Uh, Scotty, what's happening? Hi, guys. How are you? Good to see you, buddy. I feel like the last time I talked to Gordon, it ended on a sour note. So I just I wanted to kind of clear the air, make sure. We're is that what this is? Are we are we doing a little uh, relationship mending? A little, little house cleaning. <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. All right. No, 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 no. Actually, I've got some exciting programming news. Oh, you ready for this? Yeah. Um. So every Friday, we've kind of done some things and uh, and kind of changed some things up a little bit uh, during football season to take advantage of the. Uh, uh, of of the football year, and of course now it's a little different with no uh, Utah and Utah State playing, but that doesn't mean we can't talk a lot about football and a lot of NFL and a lot of other stuff going on. So, uh, as you heard earlier today, Eric Weddle joined uh, Hans and myself, and we uh, we had a really good conversation with him, and that will take again place every Thursday uh, from twelve to one. Part of and Hans and I are kind of doing an NFL preview show. Uh, kind of to replace the Ute preview show, which, you know, when the Utes come back, then we'll kick back the Utah preview show. Uh, however, Fridays have always been known as Football Fridays around here. And to help celebrate, remember DJ and PK, uh, we'll talk to Raiders color analyst and Pac-12 expert Cortez Kennedy. Uh, Hans and I are taking advantage of some coaches that have a little extra free time on their hands. So starting tomorrow and going from 11 to noon – Hans and I will have both Gary Anderson and your guest coming up here in about a half hour, Jay Hill. Uh, they will be on with us. It's kind of the uh, coaches on vacation uh, hour uh, throughout the uh, college football season. So we'll have a chance to talk to those guys. Obviously, they have a huge history together. And uh, maybe they'll be our new Lavelle and Mac before it's all said and done. And then, speaking of Mac, and this, is, uh, this affects you guys. Uh, starting tomorrow from 2 to 4, you inherit the old Football Friday show. You get Alema Harrington and Ron McBride two hours every Friday from uh, 2 to 4. All right. I love it. Now, I love it. I Now, I love it, too. It's going to be amazing. I love both those guys, but I, I have a feeling I just uh, inherited a uh, cat herding uh, position. <laughs> Jake, you've, uh, you've, you've filled in many, many times on that uh, show. Yeah. And... Uh, 
You take, buddy. You yeah, you never know where it's going to go. You, yeah, you but that's uh, that's all right. It's Scotty, you did a masterful job with that, but uh, that's half the fun of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you guys have so much, and, and that's the thing. It's so much fun, and I think that it, you know it really fits in. Uh, I, I think Gordon, you're a perfect fit uh, with those guys because you know you just whatever comes up and whatever pops in our heads, what what you're going to end up talking about, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It is always fun. Those guys yeah. are, are are great. Alema's been such a great addition too. To he that. has. Uh, we we love Olema. Gordon one day foolishly claimed to have better fashion sense than Olema, which just <laughs> wait a minute, just what? Are you way out there. Reals? He was jealous of uh, Lemma's uh, Mr. Mac promotion. And what? How did you put it, Gordon? That that you could do a better job dressing out our listener than Lemma? I don't know if I said better. I, I think I just put myself on equal footing. But uh, that probably was a little. <clears throat> Bit of an overestimation on my part. A little much. Lisa could draw. Could uh, could dress <laughs> a guy right better than Gordon. Better than, yeah. 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 Well, there's no doubt about that. But th- Scotty, that is fantastic news, and uh, I'm looking really f- looking forward to every one of those uh, entertaining segments. Yeah, you guys are going to have a blast. It's going to be fun. And we just look, Fridays are always intended to be a lot of fun getting ready for football and and Alema's going to be on cloud 9 after that Navy beatdown. He'll be talking national championship and college football playoff and <laughs> it'll be great. Eight no. Eight no. Eight, that eight. might be actually be realistic. Un- yeah, undefeated. I mean, he Frank, might be right this time. He might be right cuz I think I think BYU is going to be heavily favored in every game they play the rest of the year. Scotty, let me ask your opinion on that cuz I do value your opinion a lot more than I value Jake's, oh, but I okay. <laughs> That was, uh, that was I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Jake. Making it personal? No, I'm just kidding around. But uh, what do you what do you make of that? If BYU does beat every one of these opponents, what happens then? Do they get rewarded with a nice little bowl game somewhere where they can maybe prove that hey, all that wasn't just a, a bunch of uh, you know uh, hype? Or what? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things working in BYU's favor here. First off, they don't have to compete unless, you know, the Big Ten, and I know their their coach is saying, we can play in middle of October, let's go. Uh, but let's just say that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten don't participate and aren't eligible for a New Year's Six game. So those are two full conferences that aren't available to put teams in the New Year's New Year's New New Year Six. The college football playoff, BYU can go eight and zero, beat every team eleven, you know, hundred to zero. That's that's not going to happen. So, but New Year Six, I think, is without a lot of teams to fill those spots. Uh, and if BYU goes eight and zero, and they convincingly go eight and zero, I don't think there's any reason why they shouldn't be in the conversation for one of those games. And if BYU, as an independent, goes to a New Year Six, they get all that money to themselves. So. I, I don't see why, you know, if they're convincing, if they if we see what we saw last Monday on a continual basis, then there's no reason why that team shouldn't be able to be in that conversation. Have you ever seen, Scotty, a BYU team that looked as all, all fired powerful as that one? No, I, I have not. But I don't know if we've ever seen uh, a team look that awful as Navy did. Navy was I mean, bad. Like, hey, you got to give BYU all the credit. I get it. But. You imagine what would have happened to the Vegas line had Navy <laughs> announced a day before that they had not gone live yeah. in a in a practice or in a scrimmage before that game. That would have swung that thing like eight or nine points. Yeah. Because uh, and and again, I don't want to pile on Navy, but if if you if you are concerned with the virus to the point where you don't feel comfortable going live in practices, then don't play. Just don't play. You're because you're just embarrassing yourself, your university, and those kids. You have no business playing that football game if that's the way you're preparing for it. Now, I'm not saying that would have made a difference. I like maybe that adds another touchdown or two for Navy, and maybe a stop or two, but that still makes it a 35 to 
17 game, which, I mean, BYU was going to dominate no matter what. There's no doubt. I'm not saying that that game even remotely is close if Navy goes live, but still, that was embarrassing to see. All right, Scotty. Well, we have you here. Can we do? Can I? Can we do a, an exercise uh, called "No Gordon Monson"? Yeah. Can we do this? Okay. okay. Uh, we made our NFL picks earlier, and I don't know if you had a chance to hear them. I did not hear that. But you know Gordon's reputation of of not particularly liking the underdog. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let me. Let me. Who would you guess was his AFC pick? Uh, oh, Kansas City. Correct. Yeah. Who would you guess was his MVP pick? Patrick Mahomes. Who would you guess is his coach of the year pick? Andy Reid. Okay. Just You got the, all I, that I, right. I, I, that didn't seem way, too hard. By the way, I promise I did not hear that segment. Guilty, guilty, Do you and guilty. You now this is a tad you know, less obvious. GM of the year. Whoever the GM of Kansas City is. <laughs> this is a tad less obvious, but still. Who do you think his NFC pick was? Uh, I don't think he went 49ers, did he? Nope. Uh, did he go Dallas? No. He went the Saints. Okay. There's really no clear cut in the NFC, is there? No, it's a little bit no, different. No, there's not. Because you know the, the old rule of thumb is whoever loses the Super Bowl, you kind of kiss them goodbye. Right. And I don't think any of us picked the 49ers for that reason, right? I, I had uh, my Super Bowl was the Seahawks and the Ravens with the Ravens winning, and Austin had the, uh, the Titans and the Cowboys with the Cowboys coming up. I might go Dallas. Like, I think Dallas, not as a Super Bowl winner, but out of the NFC. Uh, by the way, uh, with Eric Weddle, I did go Baltimore as winning the Super Bowl. I think they have Isn't a chance. Really? They're yeah. really good. Yeah. Hey, congratulations on that show with uh, Eric Weddle. That is just fantastic. And that was a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, all the credit on that one goes to Hans. Hans, uh, Hans has developed a good friendship with Eric uh, throughout the years. So that, that one is all, all Mr. Olson for putting that one together. Speaking of, speaking of Hans, can you, can you tease him about something for me? Because sure. he always gets so mad at me. But you guys teased Christian about having to read off his resume before every question when he, he would oh, ask him. What are you in an I, want no, I want no part of this. <laughs> I was listening to the Bra- Brackendale Bakery interview today. And by the way, the interview was awesome. Go to 1280thezone.com. He, yeah, was, he was, was that kid. really, really awesome. good. We played part of it in the 3 o'clock hour. But every time Hans asked a question, it was, you know, when I was playing at BYU, <laughs> it had to have happened at least four times. Will you please? I don't please remember that. Bust his chops. You know what you're doing is Lloyd's listening, and Lloyd's going to string them all he together. He should string it all together because it was. Well, I know when when I was playing, and did I mention that I was on the the D line at uh, BYU? And uh, you know, I had a pro career. Just Bracken, just let you know. By the way, the the one single bit of editing that I think was probably my all time favorite was when Austin put the uh, Tatanka to. Who was it? Sunia Tatioli. <laughs> yeah. That was probably my favorite piece of audio until Johnny Lightfoot put the song together. That song was pretty funny. That was that was really for the hey, ode Scott, to Angela. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty, uh, Austin, let me ask you, do we still have uh, our little uh, bit where we uh, sped up uh, Scotty and Hans's uh, discussion back and forth uh, as sort of a... Uh, on guard to what they were doing. Oh, getting, getting high with Hanson Scotty. Getting yeah. high with Hanson Scotty. <laughs> you know, you realize that Lloyd on that on that uh, um, happy, happy hour, hour he's done our show more than anybody else's show. That is so not, not true. No, it's a hundred percent true. So not true. 
I no, get, not I get texts from people in my personal life when you guys do that to me, like, dude, you okay? You don't sound good. That squirrel story was awesome. <laughs> Number one, it was great on its own, but then slowed way down. You got to admit, that was awesome. It I is, it is I did. funny, I Scotty. It, it is really funny. And the I fact mean, that that thing's out there as a mob boss oh, that's, just <laughs> hits. hits right and left. Calling out hits on other squirrels. <laughs> he came back to your house. Oh, man, I love that, that story. That was a long way he came uh, back. Steve, will you please play that for the, uh, Scotty? By the way, what, Christian what Cox just texted in, hey, no more personal attacks. <laughs> I was just bringing up that, they, that you guys always attacked Christian, and Hans does the exact same thing. I, I haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's because he wants to to not actually be a part of the media. I think it's when you have players on, he wants to make clear, like, oh, I'm not part of this group of bozos. Like, I actually played. These out of shape <laughs> morons. <laughs> because he, he knew how he viewed the media when he was playing. Yeah, well, I, 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 I kind of missed the fact that uh, – Kind of bummed out. I never got to cover hands in college because that would have been that would have been something else. Oh, you didn't miss that much. Oh boy, you got him in the uh, the old man. I have a rough morning. Years though. Uh, yeah, yeah well, that's I true. Mean, that's he was true. raised. He was raised on uh, what was it? Cheap, cheap beer and raised with, around, I believe. Or uh, yeah. that's what he's. That's what he was claiming. Uh, Scotty, you need to this. you need to go Bob Wordward and find the tapes on that, Gordon. Yeah, I, I will. Scotty, listen to what uh, Austin. This little surprise he has for you. And, okay, that's the other thing, too. You know what? If the phone's in the pooper, it should stay there. Like, it, that lady had moved on. She didn't want that phone yeah, back. but the sanitation crew got the grabbers. I know. They got the grabbers, and they apparently sanitized it and let it dry out for a few days. I don't care. I don't want that phone back. You could have that thing dunked in three gallons of Clorox for a week. I don't care. I don't want that thing next to my face. <laughs> That's getting high with Hanson Scott. That was a particularly good uh, piece of audio to that pick was. too. Yeah, that that was good. <laughs> the grabber. <laughs> man, we have a good time on this on this station, uh, don't we? That's good stuff, yeah, man. That is good stuff. All right, uh, Scotty. So if you're if you're just tuning in, uh, Lincoln Kennedy on with DJ and PK, correct? Uh, Friday mornings. Then with Hanson Scotty, uh, you've got the coaches who. Need something to do yep. with uh, Jay Hill and Gary Anderson. And uh, Football Fridays with uh, Coach Ron McBride and uh, Lemma Harrington moves to the big show. We're excited, man. All kinds of good stuff going on. Very exciting. No doubt about it. Thanks, Scotty. You got it. All right. Catch Scotty from uh, 11 to through. 10 to 2 every day go. right here on the Zone Sports <laughs> Network. Not Sports Port is next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you today and every day by our friends at the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Jay Hill's going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But until then, Gordon, where are we going today? i got a couple stories. Uh, the first one is... Have you ever seen on the freeway or some road where there's a low overpass and cars, trucks, especially trucks and and larger vehicles have to be careful getting under there or like a parking garage or something? You ever seen anybody hit one of those? Get stuck? Yeah, I have. There was this is this is not funny, but there was a a bus, a school bus over in England, I believe it was that uh, was taller than what the overpass was, and it slammed right into it. And uh, I, I just thought, if you're, if you're driving that thing, don't you have to know how tall your vehicle is? Um, I guess if you're an, a normal school bus driver, sure. I, the, when I witnessed it was a uh, buddy was moving out of an apartment complex and rented a U-Haul and uh, wedged that pretty good there in the oh, entrance to the parking garage. Everybody right now, if you have a high-profile vehicle, go out and measure how tall it is. And then make sure you when you see on the bridge what it says the clearance is, don't uh, if if you're within <laughs> if you're in a smidge of a difference, don't go under that. How right? how tall is your monster truck? It's not that tall. It's not a monster truck. You ever been in one of those monster trucks? No, but how tall is your truck? I don't know. So this is know. more a do as I say, not as I no, do. No, no, because I know I know it's it fits into my garage. My garage isn't that tall. How tall is your garage? <laughs> Oh, it's like yay tall. Yay tall. <laughs> so you're here telling everybody, you better know exactly how tall your vehicle well, is. For just, well, so when you go by one of these parking garages and it says seven foot clearance on it, you really have no idea. No, I'm good. I, I'm good with seven feet. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I would, it was more aimed at people who are driving, you know, high-profile vehicles. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. So, well. have, you ever, have you ever not paid a bill, not received a bill, and so you didn't pay it, and it would have been for a relative small sum of money, but then it just, since you didn't get it for a period of time, it just stacked up, uh, you know, to a huge amount? Well, I've claimed that, sure, but I don't know if that's ever happened. That happened, well, let me tell you the story first, and then I'll tell you what happened. Maybe some people can relate to it. Apparently, a, uh, a, uh, a county building in Pennsylvania had been using water for the better parts of three decades, and they had not been billed for the water service. Well, the bill finally showed up, Jake, $750,000. For did you say thirty years? Uh, th- not 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 quite thirty, but uh, for like uh, two and a half decades. Now, did this person know they were stealing water, <laughs> or because I don't you... feel bad if they they certainly knew that they were stealing water, and eventually the the hens came home to roost? Is that what they say? Then that's that's a them problem, and I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for that. Okay, so what do you think? What do you make of this one? 
when my wife and I, we bought a house in California. It was our second house in California. And we bought Second house at the, at the same time? No, no. We sold. We sold so this the was the summer house. No, no, no. <laughs> no don't miss The part time house. No. We bought a house and it had uh, the, the, the couple who had been living there prior to had lived in the house for like, I think it was. It was it was a little over three decades, I think, and they were paying, and they bought the house for a fraction of what it was worth when when Lisa and I bought it, and for the first, I want to say, couple of years, uh, we were for whatever reason our tax our property bill on on the house was. We were paying what the what the people before us, the inhabitants there, had been paying. Not off of what we paid for the house. I don't know how that happened. I I still don't know how that happened. Wait, wait, wait. How long did this go on? For I think it was a couple of years. And why are you in jail? Yeah. Well, because we were paying it, but we were paying the. I guess the 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 they had mistakenly. Uh, made it seem like we should be paying what had been being paid. And how are you not in jail? Don't they have that uh, Prop 13 thing? <laughs> Isn't this what Sidney Lowe it's, did? Isn't this tax no, fraud? No, no, because it wasn't our fault. I don't it think it matters. But the bill did finally arrive. The correct bill arrived. And it was for, I believe... I don't even remember the period of time that it was, but the bill was for over twenty thousand dollars. Did you pay that? Yes. Oh. I, well, that's I, why. I that's why you're not in jail. <laughs> yeah, I paid it okay. because we thought we were doing the right thing, but somehow, uh, and, and that might have anything like that ever happened to you? Someone's getting audited. Uh, I don't think I've ever had twenty grand in my life at one time. So no, I gotta go. No. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This was this was uh, thirty plus years ago. And so. and the bill was twenty thousand dollars. Where were you living? Seriously. Was this what in you, Calabasas? There was the. I mean, is, is this literally nine zero two one zero? The Monsons. No, it's where does like, where does Mittens live in California? Doesn't he have a um, doesn't he have a spot down uh, set spot outside of San Diego? Is it uh, down there? La Jolla. Your, your is this La Jolla is this the the property in in La Jolla? You're you're concentrating on the wrong part of the story. The, the story that it was not our fault. We were receiving a, 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 what we were supposed to pay, and it was the wrong number. And so then we had to make up for it. Katie from Homie joins me now in studio. And Katie, uh, just uh, before we jump into things, if uh, if you paid back taxes of a couple of years, uh, back property taxes of twenty grand, what what's the odds that uh, what what do you think the worth of that property is back in uh, the early eighties? <laughs> back in the early eighties, that's from like I don't even know, but we'll help you. That has to be like a literal castle, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, it is California, but so maybe not a castle <laughs> we'll with a moat. Seriously, all right. Well, if you're if you're uh, selling your palatial estate in California, you could probably <laughs> you could probably save a lot of money with homie. We're not in California but yet, in but we'll, we'll get in there. We're if you live there. next to the Reagans, 
<laughs> we will help you buy a home and make sure all your paperwork is done legally. <laughs> Which is also something that's that's a, a good thing to do. Uh, but no, with with Homey, you guys do things a little differently. It's com- it's not commission; it's a flat rate, so everybody can save money. Exactly, exactly. You do get you know your realtors. We're we're there. We're licensed realtor agents that can help you legally buy your home and and help you with all that troublesome paperwork that maybe he might have had a problem with. Um, but we're, we're here to help you throughout the whole process, make it simple, make it easy, make it affordable, um, and help you save money. If you're looking to sell your home, we can save up to, we, we've helped our sellers save it from up to like 10 grand per home. That's that's a lot of money to, to be saving. And you guys are blowing up. There are a lot of people, you've done a great job, obviously, getting the word out, and you're helping a lot of folks along the Wasatch Front. Yeah, along the Wasatch Front, we're also looking to expand. We're going to be in Colorado soon, um, and Idaho hopefully soon as well. So cool. So we're, we're growing in five states, so we're, we're going to be helping lots of people. And you can also today uh, save $500 off your listing price by going to homie.com and using promo code HANS. That's H-A-N-S. Homie.com promo code HANS. But also, you know, buying, selling, homie loans, homie title, you're here throughout the entire process. Yep. We have a whole family of companies here to help you help save money. Uh, Yeah. Whether you're buying that palatial estate or uh, just (laughs) upgrading for a little more space. Uh, homie can help you out. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have more big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.